Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show with your featured host, Shah McCain, a forensics counselor, psychic, writer, artist, modern day Christian mystic, and UFO experiencer. Shah introduced guests who are experts on all aspects of the paranormal and the sacred. The Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show has been featured on Blog Talk Radio as Staff Pick. And now for your host, Shaw McCain. Hello everybody, this is Shaw McCain speaking to you live from Southern California on a beautiful night here. And it's just, uh, the weather's been really great. It got a little hotter today, but you know, it's really beautiful. And when I'm talking about beautiful, I want to tell you that I have a guest. That he, she's a friend of mine, Marilyn Nay Salas. And uh, she's a beautiful spirit inside and out. And I'm so happy to have her on our inaugural first show about health and wellness. And this is an all-new Tuesday thing, and we'll do it an occasional Tuesday. And I want to, to tell you a little bit about Marilyn. Marilyn A. Salas was born December 26, 1943, in Columbus, Ohio, where she grew up along with two brothers in a traditional, hardworking family. She lost her father to tuberculosis when she was only 14 years old. She graduated from high school and then went on to work for an insurance company as a typist and was soon hired by the federal government for, for a total period of 15 years, where she held positions as typist secretary and then as a library library assistant for Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, where she met and married her husband, Robert Salas. Captain Robert Salas is a world-renowned UFO lecturer and author. Then after Robert and she married in August 1969, they moved to California in December 69 after Bob graduated from the Air Force Institute of Technology, completing his master's degree. Bob accepted a work assignment with the Air Force and was transferred to the Space and Missile Systems Organization in Southern California, where they had also had their two children, Andrea and Bobby. Robbie. While in Southern California, they renovated many homes, eventually moving, and settled, moving to and settling in Ohio, California, where they now have lived over 20 years. They are active doing home decor, renovations, and involved in local politics and community support. They have also traveled extensively and lived in Jakarta, Indonesia for two years in the early 90s. Marilyn was told by her meditation teacher in Jakarta that she was a healer and had been for many lifetimes. So there was no official, with no official training or instruction, she tapped into healing energies of spiritual and unconditional love. Her healing abilities blossom, where her interests and research led her to develop her own aromatherapy and mist using 26 essential oils as inspired by her spirit guides. Marilyn has had many spiritual and paranormal experiences also. And you can contact Marilyn on her Facebook page at Marilyn A. Salas and at www.lovesblessings.com to buy her products. And they are available in selected shops in California and Colorado. Now, at this point, and without further ado, I'm welcoming Marilyn Salas on the, the Paranormal Mistake Radio Show. Hi, you're live, oh. Marilyn. <laughs> Hi, sir. Thank you so much for having me. 
on this show to, to, to share my life and to share my, yes. my so-called wisdom and knowledge. Yeah. I'm, I'm really thrilled to be doing this, and I, I look forward to, uh, you know, your questions and, and any questions that uh, callers may have. Yes, I am really uh, – I've been looking forward to this, and when I when, – how uh, – I'm just trying to think of what to focus on first because – it's so important, uh, the things that you have been focused on through your lifetime that led you to actually taking herbs, uh, using these essential oils and uh, her medicinal remedies to actually prevent your health problems and your husband's health problems. And right. I've seen the miraculous results because you, you two look good. <laughs> well. Especially Bobby gets feedback from people that he doesn't look 80 years old. <laughs> There's no way um, he's 80 you know. years old. He looks about 60 at the most. <laughs> uh, I'll be 77, and he'll be 80 next week. So uh, we're well, up there. <laughs> well, well, anyway, but this is a good way for to keep the listeners informed of uh, what what you did for your health. So, so let's go back into uh, first. I want to just say to our listeners that, that how we met and how me and uh, your husband met is this is a, this is going all the way to 2012, and uh-huh. I was in Roswell, and I belonged to yeah. a group called Zero that was kind of helping me with some uh, paranormal and bizarre off-world experiences I was experiencing. So I was actually there to, with an ex-boyfriend for him to lecture because he was one of the crew on Travis Walton's team. And then um, Yvonne Smith, the, the director of, of Serial, you might probably know because I know that. Yes, I, yes. yes, we do. So she was there. I was at her book uh, table selling her books while she was doing lectures and, um, tra- you know, trans- the, what do you call it, tr- go back into the past through hypnosis. And she was helping a lot of people. So I'm sitting there by myself mm-hmm. selling the books, her books, and I look over at Robert's table, and he has written a, a couple impressive books. And I was looking over there. But, you know, I always just, I'm a very shy person. I don't introduce myself much, but Robert is not like mm-hmm. that. He's a, a great gentleman. <laughs> Thank goodness. He's a great gentleman. And he saw me. I'm looking over there kind of like maybe I was looking for Lauren. I don't know. But uh, he said, do you know who I am? Because I was looking at his books, kind of studying it from a distance. You know, that's what he knows. Uh-huh. He said, do you know who uh-huh. I am? And I went, who are you? Who and are he you? said, yeah, because I didn't know who he was. He's, I didn't even know him by name yet. Robert Salas. I said, Okay. And he said, do you remember back on the Montana Missile Range with the nuclear thing when the nukes got shut off and the the UFOs came flying over? I said, do I remember? That happened, I think, in the 70s. And I was watching TV, and that came on. I thought, maybe there really is flying saucers. He said, well, I'm that captain that that was manning the nuclear missiles. I went, what? Yeah. So back from then... So then, Marilyn, the strange thing. So then we met through the thing. Then we found out through interviews and through meeting the, each other is that we actually lived right close to each other. Yes. Right. 
I was in Hermosa. Yeah. And we lived in Hermosa at one time. In fact, that was where we bought our first home after we were married, Hermosa Beach. Still wish we had that home with the ocean view. And what, Oh, <laughs> yes. I would have never left the ocean view. $26,000 in 1970. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my God. So I was there in Hermosa from, let's say, 83 all the way up until six years ago. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Okay. I know. Well, that, was our, that was our territory, and Manhattan Beach eventually came back and lived in Manhattan Beach for many years where we had uh, both of our kids. Well, actually, Andrea was born when we lived in Hermosa, and then we you know, moved to Colorado for a while. Um, and Bobby wanted to uh, go back to where he entered the service. He went to the Air Force Academy, and so we moved to uh, the Denver area for a couple of years, and and he worked for Rockwell International there, and then we moved back to Southern California so he could be closer to his parents, and he accepted a, a, a job with the government. He was in civil service at that time. Amazing. And then, uh, so let's start from there. Uh, let's talk about where you were born and where you grew up a little bit. Yeah, uh, I I grew up in a very... Um, you know, a middle-class traditional family. Uh, my uh, parents uh, were Catholic, and they they raised they raised uh, their their three children Catholic. Uh, my father was stripped from uh, you know basically a very early age. He came down with tuberculosis, which I think a lot of people in the 30s and 40s were experiencing that. And in fact, the second date that my mother ever had with him, he was at the TB sanitarium. So she she knew that you know he was he was not especially a well man, but but uh, he he lived until I was about 14 years old, and uh, I, I I miss him so to this day. He he was what you would call a, a gentle old soul. Wow. My mother passed my mother passed away about 12 years ago. And um she remarried in uh, about 5 years after my dad died and and so um you know she's uh she's well missed too, you know. I mean, she was a talker and she was the type of person that she walked in the room and everybody noticed who she was. <laughs> her name was <laughs> Rosemary and that people would call her Rosie. And she had yeah. a great laugh, a great sense of humor. And so, you know, that was, the, I, I had a, a really, other than my father dying, it was it was a, a pretty, pretty wonderful childhood. So, um, yeah, and then I moved on and after graduating high school and started working for the government. Uh, first the insurance company for just a couple of months. It was nationwide insurance. And then I was notified um, through um, uh, the government that they were looking for typists, and I had taken the test while I was in high school for um, government work. And uh, that was the start of my uh, government career. And uh, I ended up working for them for many, many years. Even after uh, Bobby and I married and moved out here, I went uh, back to work for a little bit um, at uh, SAMHSA, Space and Missile Systems Organization in El Segundo. And uh, it was there that uh, while I was there, uh, we had our second child, Robbie. That was about six and a half years later after our first child, Andrea. 
So, uh, and then after that, I went into, uh, you know, to generate funds for the family and the flow of money. I, I started uh, buying and selling uh, children's and babies' uh, clothing and toys and furniture, you name it. And I eventually opened up three shops in uh, the Manhattan Beach area and, um, and over in Redondo Beach and over in Hawthorne. So I was a busy little lady. Always had been busy. I'm a Hawthorne. <laughs> wow, Marilyn, uh, did you have a shop on PCH next to a uh, hair place? Uh, I didn't have uh, I'm I'm trying to remember. The one was on Manhattan Beach Boulevard. The other one was on Prairie. And then there's that main street that goes up and down uh, um, to the beach and the Hermosa Beach area. And right now, off the top of my head, I can't. Can't remember. Yeah, because I, I almost picture a kid's shop, you know, with with it was a very beautiful little shop. I didn't know yeah. this. I think I must have passed it when I lived right there and worked right there, but I must have passed it a million times. Yeah, uh, that was uh, quite an experience. I, I love doing it. I love buying and selling and, you know, I, and always a bargain. I was always looking out for a bargain. <laughs> so, yeah. And I felt like, you know, kids go through things so fast. Babies grow so fast. And, uh, and so it's like, this is ridiculous. They have to turn around and buy something new, you know, every time I turn around for a new size or a new toy. So then I thought, you know what, I think it's a really good idea to, you know, just start uh, buying and selling because they, we had a lot of garage sales in that South Bay area. So I would yeah. collect things from garage sales and, and, uh, and sell them. It was, uh, and then I, I eventually got into antiques. So I kind of <laughs> moved on from the, the baby and child stuff um, into uh, antiques, and I, I truly love uh, antique collecting. Yes. Do you, do you still do it? Do you still collect? Uh, not not anymore. I mean, I've, my house is full of antiques uh, at this point because my life is so busy with, uh, you know, the aromatherapy sprays that I make and, and sell mm-hmm. through online and in stores. Uh, you know, there, there came to be a time, a reckoning of there's just so much in me to to go around and so much energy to expend, and I had to kind of pick and choose. And in fact, you know, ultimately when I did uh, hands-on healing, energy healing, I did that for probably almost 20, over 20 years, between 20, 25 years, and I really loved it. Uh, but it, it came down to spending, you know, an hour and a half to two hours with one person versus making as many sprays in that period that a lot of people would benefit from. So I really had to think about that and where my, my efforts would be best spent. And, and uh, I still do some energy healing, especially on my husband and family and friends. Uh, you know, it's like riding a bicycle. Once you learn how to do that, you never forget how to, <laughs> you never forget how yes. to do it. So, well, I've um, been a beneficiary of your beautiful oils, Love's Blessing, or I'm not sure which oh. one it is, but the mist where I, I feel uh, very blessed by it. It's such a wonderful aroma, and I love the bottles. It's easy for me to hold and spray the bottle, too, because that's another plus. Because sometimes I can't get yeah. my hand around the bottle. This this one, these are just perfect, and they're a beautiful dark blue bottle. And I know yeah. that if somebody's here watching, they can see the blues bottles, and they smell nice. It smells like a, a light incense to me. 
Yeah, you know, I hear so many different versions. I guess it's like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Well, uh, the aromatherapy is is also (laughs) something that people will experience differently in what they smell. Sometimes people tell me it smells like baby baby powder, and other times it's, you know, like the incense and things like that. But because there are 26 essential oils in it, uh, it has an aroma that I don't think has been duplicated anywhere else on the planet. No. It's your it's your uh, unique uh, creation. Yes, and and truly, it 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 is the creation of spirit. Um, to go back a little ways, uh, when when uh, my husband and my son uh, uh, moved to Jakarta, Indonesia, Bob took a job over there. He worked for the FAA, and uh, Indonesia was um, uh, building a small commuter aircraft, and and that's Bob's specialty. He was you know in structures work as an engineer, and so. Um, he and Robbie uh, went over there because Robbie was ready to start high school at that time. And so I was, you know, still at home with my daughter, and we were trying to uh, sell the house, and it was a bad time to try to sell the house. So we ended up renting it. But in the meantime, I, I went to um, um, a seance, if you will, uh, a gentleman by the name of Brian who lived in the uh, Hollywood area, Somebody told me about him, that he was really good. He's from Britain, I believe. And uh, this sweet little house probably held in the living room, dining room area, maybe about 20, 25 people, something like that. And it was crowded. There were a lot of people there. And and I was amazed. That's the first time I'd ever been to anything like that. And I was in my late 40s at the time. And I remember during the break, I I said to the lady next to me, I am in awe of this man and what he is bringing through for people, what he knows and he's sharing. She said, oh, you can learn how to do that. <laughs> I said, what? Wow. I mean, having grown up Catholic, I never heard anything like that before. So I said, where do you go to do that, learn that? And she said, oh, there's a lady out in Riverside. So she gave me her name contact information. I gave a call and the lady was having a class, so I went to the first class, and at the first class she suggested everybody bring a pendulum to the next class, which I started my search to try to find a pendulum as I didn't have one. So I ended up at the Psychic Eye bookstore down there in Torrance, and when I walked in, they had the display of the wood pendulums by the cash register area, and I picked one up, and it just sort of sat there. It didn't do anything, and so I thought, what's what's the big deal about this? And I said, do you have anything else, any other pendulums? And she said, oh, yes, I have some crystal ones over here in the case. And so she took me, led me across the room. And as she's taking the pendulum, the crystal pendulum out of the case, her phone rings, and she hands it to me. So I answered the phone, and that pendulum took off like a helicopter blade. I didn't even ask it a question. It just started twirling and twirling, and the energy around it was incredible. So I decided, uh, you're going home with me. I don't know what this is all about, <laughs> but that, that, that was the beginning. And, and, and yeah. later years now, that was in 1991, and uh, truly, I know now almost, what, 30 years later, the pendulum is a gift that, that I have yes. in, in, as far as my paranormal psychic or whatever is concerned. And it was with pendulum later on uh, that 
that I was given the guidance through a listing of essential oils. The pendulum would circle the essential oil that uh, was to be in the formula for the love's blessing, and then it would pick off how many drops each one of those oils would have in the blend. So I don't take credit for that formula other than the fact that I was the conduit (laughs) for for spirit coming through and and, uh, giving me that that formula. And so that's been about 12 years or so now, I guess. I've been selling it commercially for at least 11 of those years. And uh, it's been uh, the, the feedback that I have received from so many people because on my website I do have a testimonial page although it hasn't been updated in a while. Um, but there, uh, things started to, uh, you know, appear frequently, the same types of comments. So I, I left up there what's up there. There's about 85 or so different comments up there about how people have used it. And I also have a Facebook page uh, listed under Love's Blessing, uh, Meditation and Healing, uh, Mist. And uh, also I have um, testimonials on that page. So... Uh, I think people can get a generally good idea about how it's used and, and what kind of benefits, uh, you know, the, the the public has derived from from using the spray. It's generally said that people get relaxation and calming out of it. Uh, they use it to clear the energy of a room. They clear mm-hmm. the energy of crystals. They spray it on their bedding at night, their pillow and their sheets for a better rest. Some people say that they have better dreams, they better dream recall as a result of it. Uh, it is, um, you know, people use it in their car to clean the energy of their car. Uh, I use it myself after, you know, bathing every day as a, a general, you know, spray for my, myself. And, and it always, it's very uplifting. And I, I have never tired of it. No, I actually, when I remember to bless myself before I leave the house, because it's a strange yeah. world out there, and I just got, I just want to go and then come back in one piece. So I bless yeah, myself, yeah. and uh, I'm Greek Orthodox, so I do have a little home altar, but uh, that is part of my blessing, and that's how I go out into the world. So you have, wow. you know, you have, I know you have a, a born, inborn, you've been born with a gift, or or, you know, you wouldn't actually be on this path you're on. So having said that, but you went to uh, in, all the way to Indonesia and actually had some experiences there. And uh, you were actually, like, studying under, like, a guru-type person in Indonesia? Yes. Let, uh, if I could just tell one short story before I go into that one. Yeah, please in, do. In, the, in, in getting Because this is a phenomenal mm-hmm. story that... To this day, it, it still makes me wonder. Oh my God, how did that happen? But uh, I had I brought that crystal pendulum home, uh, and of course, my my husband and my son were already in Indonesia, and so and my daughter was out for the evening, and I was left there, and I was doing um, what somebody might consider prayer work, meditation work. And I had the pendulum in my hand, and all of a sudden, the the left side of my body became uh, almost numb. Uh, I had sensations of, you know, a numbness uh, up and down my, my left side. And all of a sudden, because I had the pendulum in my hand, which has, you know, a chain uh, holding the crystal at the end of it, and that pendulum stood out straight like it was a pencil. 
It was not, it was, there was so much energy coming through my body, and I had no idea what was going on, nobody around to talk to. And so that lasted through the night. That was happened in early evening, and, and I kept putting it down, and then it would fall into a natural, you know, just putting something down on the table that had a chain. And then I'd pick it up again, and it would stand out straight again, uh, you know, like, like a pencil, like it was welded together. So wow. not knowing what in the heck was going on, and my first thought is, uh, you know, some sort of possession. <laughs> so now, me being Catholic, or ex-Catholic, I should say, I went to a church the next morning down there in Redondo Beach, and uh, and I went in, and I know that they have the holy water fountains there, fountains at the you know the entry area of churches, and so I dipped it in holy water, and I went in and I I kneeled down and I started praying, and so the energy in that pendulum really dissipated as a result of doing that, and I have never had that happen to me again. Uh, that that kind of reaction. Well, later, you know, I ended up in Indonesia, and and I felt like I would find somebody over there. I felt like it was an area where, you know, there was a, a, a lot of meditation and, and a lot of, you know, sacredness going on. So, so after I got there, it took me about a whole year to find the meditation teacher because it's basically a Muslim country. And and so uh, I accidentally saw something on my son's high school bulletin board, a, a, a lady who was having a meditation at her house. And I thought, oh, that's wonderful. It wasn't too far from where we lived. So I called her, and she said, yes, she had somebody come weekly. So I went over there because in that time I was spending a lot of time in meditation, a lot, hours a day, you know, two, three, four hours at a sitting because uh, – Living in Indonesia, I, I was blessed, sincerely blessed, uh, with having a maid and a gardener and a driver. <laughs> wow. Uh, basically, the driver, you know, took my husband back and forth to work, but he was also available to me. So that was part of the, the deal in, in, you know, Bobby taking that job over there. But, but I had an in-house cook and cleaner and a gardener. So I had the time to give to this extended meditation that all of a sudden I started to see this light uh, in my what I will call the third eye area, although at the time I didn't know what that was. But Mm -hmm. it looked looked like uh, the full moon to me, and I couldn't get over it, and I'd open my eyes again, and then I'd shut my eyes again, and and it would be there, and then all of a sudden I would see swirling lights around it like foggy-type clouds coming in and out. So when I ended up going to the meditation at this lady's house, um, who was uh, actually Australian, and she was she was uh, there in Jakarta, and um, I met the meditation teacher. His name was Krishna, Anand Krishna, and he had an ashram in North Jakarta. Well, I got to know him, and in some conversations with him. Uh, I mentioned about, you know, the this light that I would see with my eyes closed, uh, like look like the full moon. And he said, oh, that is your third eye. And I, I'd been reading education <laughs> books, so I had some idea what a third eye was all about, but I didn't know what it looked like. So that was uh, that was a big uh, information explosion for me to, to know actually what was going on there. 
So uh, later in the later years, I, I I finally figured out that that episode that I had with the pendulum and that uh, sort of a paralysis or numbness going on on the left side of my body was probably due to my Kundalini opening. That 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 incredible energy through. Uh, circled around and out because I know as it being a healer that energy comes in from the left and it exits on the right and the right hand is where I had the pendulum so uh, that was uh, you know it was kind of like the perfect storm almost you know I was holding right. something that that really reacted to what was happening in my body all this energy coming through and and so but I, I got to know uh, Krishna fairly well, and, and he shared with me uh, one time that, that I was a healer. And I thought, well, you know, that feels right, but I don't know what to do about it because I felt as a kid that I could put my hands on somebody and help them feel better, but I certainly wasn't taught anything like that. But he encouraged me, and he told me that I had been a healer in, in past lives. So with all the comfort of that, knowing that that felt right with me, I was sort of on my own to figure it all out. He did share with me one way to help activate and feel the energy, and that was by rubbing my hands together and putting them up to the sun and then rubbing them again until I could finally feel the energy between my two hands, which I did within a day or two of starting to do that. And that was an incredible feeling of feeling this ball of energy between my two hands. And, and then my first healing experience actually came on myself. And, and I had had a stomach ache. Uh, and I was in bed. And, and I just put my hands on my stomach. And I felt the pain drip off of me like hot butter. It was an incredible experience. So Phenomenal. Ran off of me and and that was that was really my first healing experience was on myself. Well, usually, you know, we're we're, uh, you know, I get the guilty weary over feelings if I pray for myself or I try to heal myself. But I have learned in the last two weeks, no, you better pray for yourself and heal yourself. Yes, uh, and I, having uh, you know been involved in healing work for so many years, I know that if you're you're really not feeling uh, good, if you're not in a, a good you know body, mind, spirit space, uh, you should not be working on other people. You need you need to take care of yourself first. And so that is exactly you know the the very top. That is priority. You need to work on yourself first. Get yourself. Not that everybody gets it or anybody really gets to 100% of, you know, cleanliness and mind, body, spirit, but as much as you can uh, so that the energies that you ultimately bring through and it works through you to give to others is, is, um, is as clean and pure as possible because it is love. I, I knew from the beginning that the energy that I was dealing with was unconditional love. There was no question in my mind. And to me, love is spirit and spirit is love. So for, for that to come through and to heal others was, was, was just an exceptional thing, truly blessed thing to, to be able to do. I totally agree. I just flashed back of I had a, you know, a boyfriend back in the day. Anyway, this is a long time ago. This is like the 70s. 
and he had a mm-hmm. severe migraine. And I said, here, let me fix it for you. I don't, I must have been doing this like, like you were saying, but I forgot that yeah. I had been doing this since I was a little kid. I would fix I was the doctor in the family. I did the teeth pulling, oh. the splinter pulling. I did it all, yeah. you know, fixing sunburns, yeah. fixing, actually fixing the toaster and the TV. I was a fix-it. I was the eldest, and I had to fix everything, which I did. It was very practical. Oh. But I, I remember when you were saying that, a boyfriend said, oh, my God, I have a migraine. He did turn white. And I said, here, let me fix it. So I leaned him again, his head against my chest, and I started you know, with my hands warming his head. And his neck, you know what I mean? And I used my hands, and I said, okay, now drop your your head and let me fix your neck. And I would just say, you know, let's let's fix it. That's the term I used. And uh, he said, my God, it left. And I was like, okay, good, and that would be it. But I never put that together until you were talking about it, until like right now. You know, the, of course I've been doing this. You know, when you're doing something so long, it's like second nature. You know, I know that that's what I am, but I think I I hid my candle under the basket so long, I don't know what the heck I was doing. You know, it's coming out now. <laughs> it's coming out now because of necessity. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I was almost 50 years old before I learned, you know, what <laughs> what my soul's mission was, you know. Yes, well, I'm, I'm 68. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what, what is it going to take, really? I think, okay, I'm remembering why. is because uh, I have, uh, of course, I've been studying since I was really little. I was actually studying the llamas when I was only like 13, maybe even younger, because I'm an avid reader. But I remember reading this one book, The Lasha from La Rampa. I remember the title. And I was already studying into that because I have a, you know, I'm like you. I'm, I'm interested in everything. You know what I yeah. mean? So right. it's strange that this is what Carl, but I also studied Carl Jung. I think I read everything. He, I actually had to get dictionaries in Latin because he wrote a lot in Latin to be able to read Carl Jung's books. And yeah. um, there he I said, <laughs> yeah, well, he, ha- he uses all these Latin terms, and it's like, oh, my Latin God. He was a doctor, so it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. So I remember reading one of his books, a- I don't know how to pronounce it, A-I-O-N, little tiny book, half of it in Latin terms. And I remember having a dictionary right next to the book, trying to read it, trying to understand it. You know what he said? Until people are 50, 55, they're not even ready for self-awareness or self-actualization. You know, I, I, I think that's it, absolutely. There are too many other distractions in life. You know, there's our, our schooling, our careers, our, our, our children, our, our husbands, our, our mates. You know, it, there are a lot of distractions. And you don't really seem to have the freedom to go within uh, and and uh, help uh, bring that flower into full bloom <laughs> until yes. you know you're almost halfway through your life or, or over halfway. You know, it's just yeah, three uh, fourths for me. For it. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Um, yes, because it takes a lot of a personal development to do the healer that you are, and you have to go through layers of whatever it is. 
that holds us back into what you've truly, truly are made for and born for. Because we all have the gift. And we all are, are asked to use it, but to get to it takes forever, it seems like. But, you know, at least it's better late than never. Spirit has its ways, and, and I know when, when you're ready, that will be open. That door will open up to you. I mean, to, to go around, you know, wanting it and things like that, it doesn't, doesn't seem to happen. No. Spirit has its way, and it will happen when the time is right. And so with that, you, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's so funny how people have such, they have goals in their life, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if something doesn't go quite right, then they get kind of anxious about it, and they want to try different things to make it work. But they don't realize that sometimes if things aren't meant to be, um, and, and I have a, a famous saying that I, I have shared with many people is, when in doubt, don't. Uh, yeah. Those doubts are there for a reason. Those hurdles are there for a reason. Those challenges are there for a reason. And give it another thought that it's not strictly something for you to overcome. It is something for you to take a step back, take a look at the situation. Either it needs more time or you need to take a different path. So it's it's, yes. it's a, a a learning a learning of wisdom about listening to your inner self, listening to spirit uh, speaking to you through your emotions, and through you know whatever means uh, synchronicities that happen in your life. There's so many different ways that that you know you can be sent messages. But um, I, I just wanted to share one quick thing about after after I started that whole healing process in Indonesia, uh, my husband was uh, playing a lot of tennis at the time. And so he, he had a lot of doubts in his his mind about, you know, what I was up to. <laughs> All this crazy, crazy stuff about energy work and such. And so uh, he came home one, one night after playing tennis, so one afternoon, and, and he had a sore sore arm, uh, elbow, and wrist area. And he said, you think you can heal, heal this? <laughs> I said, okay. So... Uh, I did. <laughs> Put my hands on, you know, just got into my heart space, my unconditional love, and breathed, uh, you know, some deep breaths and, and and helped to release, you know, that blocked up energy. And his eyes got real big, and he said, how did you do that? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But the fact is, are you in pain or not? And he said, no, the pain's gone. So uh, ever since that time, uh, you know, because Bobby's a, he's a very much left brain. He's a mathematician engineer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's like, here I am, you know, walking this wonky path of, uh, you know, energy (laughs) healing. And and so he didn't quite know where to fit that in, but anyway, uh, he he's definitely a believer now, and and he'll ask me whenever he has some some ache or pain, and and it was just recently, and and uh, and I worked on him, and he said, "You still got it. You got <laughs> the touch. You got the you touch. got the magic it touch. Go away. No, and, it and doesn't. I want, I want everybody to know that." We all walk with it. We all have it. I'm no special than anybody else, any other healer. It's because it has been brought into focus for us. 
and we know what that secret is. It's, it's love. Love is the healer. When you get to that place in your heart where there are no attachments and, and no strings and you're just giving for the sake of giving, that's unconditional love. And that's the energy and the state of mind and the intention that you need. To, to be able to bring that through, that beautiful spirit of healing. So I just wanted to let everybody know that, that everybody does carry that because spirit walks with you and it is spirit doing the work. You're the conscious. Yes, and, not to, and not, don't worry and uh, develop yourself and have your uh, personal protection and guides and that uh, this is what we're here for. We're all to help each other. Yeah. We're, we're, we're just not here just to, here to sit on a lump and a log. This is not life. You know, we're here to actually yeah. be, uh, like you said earlier, conduits. Also we're be conduit. there for the miracle for that next person. We don't, we don't know what's going to happen. I don't we know. Don't. Some, and, things, some, some and, things I do know. But other things, that is not up to me. That's between God and spirits and whatever's going on. It's a big, beautiful thing. It's bigger than we can imagine. Absolutely. And sometimes there have been very few occasions where something didn't seem to work for somebody. And my conclusion that I've drawn through that is that they weren't ready at the time. Maybe there were additional lessons in that person's life that they needed to experience before they finally had a healing around an issue. So uh, we can't we can't second guess spirit. We just you know whatever happens happens, and and if somebody is able to release something and have a healing, that that's just it's just wonderful. It is such a blessing, and that's the it reason is. I named my spray love's blessing because when I when I did uh, healing work on people, um, I would uh, imagine. Uh, the spirit coming in through the crown of my head and their head. I would place my hands around their head. And so my bottle, the front of it, has a lotus flower with a star above it that's touching into the lotus flower. And that is the visualization of the star represents spirit coming through the crown chakra, which is represented by the lotus flower. So uh, that's, that's that's what that's all about. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful, and that's are those uh, little bottles you can get from www.lovesblessing.com. And then uh-huh. you have, uh, yes, and then you've been working with Dragon Blood Resin. Now, can you tell us some things about that? Uh, yes, let me go back to about 2013 or 14, it was, and uh I live in, we live in Ojai, and in Ojai we had a little um, health food um, store, uh, what was more, more of an online thing, but, but people in, in the, the neighborhood could go over directly. It was like a warehouse type thing called Raw Food World. And so I would go over there and buy different herbs and supplements and things, and, and I was on this uh, gentleman's email list. And so one day I got an email that, that talked about dragon's blood. And I thought, oh, what a crazy name. But, you know, uh, then I started reading about it, and he was going on about what great help it was for for dental work, for, you know, bleeding gums and things like that. So so I thought, well, you know, that's worth a try. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. I got got some, and I started using it. In the beginning, I just put it on my toothbrush, 
And uh, then I noticed that, you know, the toothbrush bristles really get discolored quickly because it is such a deep, dark, brownish-red resin uh, that it will stain. <laughs> and it did. So I, I, I put up that for put up with it for years. I had two different toothbrushes. I would, you know, use the one for the dragon's blood and, and use the other one just for regular toothpaste. But then I got smart. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I put them together. And I put them together, and I, what I used was the coconut oil toothpaste, and I fill a jar, about a, a two-ounce or a four-ounce jar, and then put in the amount of dragon's blood it had come with a dropper and mix it in. And then I add uh, some essential oil of peppermint, which is also antiviral. So dragon's blood is antiviral, antibacterial, anti-this and anti-that. It is an incredible incredible medicinal, natural medicinal, that has been around since the time of the Romans and the Greeks for at least 2,000 years. So it's, it's known by many different names. Um, the, the brand that I get comes from uh, South America, Peru, and it's also known as Sangre uh, del Drago or Sangre del um, Grado, Grado or Drago, depending on which country. It comes from, but it is also grown over in China. It's over in the Mediterranean. So the the um, Latin name is Croton Lechleri. So if you go to um, the National Institutes of Health, or just Google it, and just put Dragon's Blood um, medicinal uh, benefits or qualities or something like that, and you will see a lot of information about uh, all its benefits, and they are doing a lot of studies through the National Institutes of Health. In fact, I I was on the website today just to let people know about uh, the the studies that that are being conducted, and uh, right now, it depends. When you go into the National Institutes of Health, they they have a line where you can put in what you're searching for the the medication the you know herb the essential oil whatever you're looking for. Well, uh, I put in the name uh, Dragon's Blood, and there are about 281 search results for that particular name and studies being done around the world. However, when you put in the word Sangre de Drago, D R A G O, there are over 5,000 studies being done throughout the world. So, wow. uh, and then the other one. So you have to, when you start doing these searches, you, you, you begin to learn that, you know, there are different ways to, um, to tap into the information and, and all the studies that are being done about them. But it has done an incredible job for both me and my husband. Uh, Bob, ended up having a lot of dental issues a few years ago and bleeding gums and and I kept you know telling him you know I'm having good luck with this and so finally um, he said okay I'll try it and so I made him up a mixture of the coconut uh, oil toothpaste with the dragon's blood and the peppermint oil and he started using it and right away the results were fantastic no bleeding gums he's been using it now for about two to three, about three years maybe, and I've been using it for about at least six years, I guess, um, the Dragon's Blood. And I also take capsules. There's uh, one or two companies that, that make the Dragon's Blood resin in capsule form. It's a, it's a dried uh, form, and it's good uh, for, you can certainly take it internally, 
uh, and it's good for things like, you know, digestive issues and hemorrhoids, and, and it's also, you know, it's anti-cancer, anti-tumor. Uh, it, the list goes on and on, and it's not expensive. And so I, I think I, as a precautionary, I believe in, in uh, not waiting until something actually happens, if I can help it. But if I know that something is apparent in my family history of certain uh, cancers or something, then I'm going to try to do what I can to, you know, offset that. And so I, I, I do take a dragon's blood capsule about, you know, once or twice a week just as a preventive maintenance thing. But then later I learned that it is also used in, guess what, cosmetics. It is wow. a great in. It's a great uh, addition to a skin cream, and you'll see it in a lot of formulas now uh, about, you know, skin care. So um, it, once you start checking into this dragon's blood or sangre de drago, <laughs> you're, you're going to be amazed at how many uh, products uh, contain this particular resin. And it, it, it was known as a wound healer 2,000 years ago, and it's still a wound healer, and no question about it. I know that, you know, a member of the family had um, uh, uh, bleeds easily, and, and on an occasion there was, a, you know, like a cut and put some dragon's blood on it, and right away it stopped the bleeding. So it's true to form. It's, it's a wonderful and not very expensive. I think you can buy about a two-ounce bottle for around $30, and they do have them in the one ounce. It's for around 15 or $17. You can get them through Amazon. Or you know some of the other health um, um, on online like Lucky Vitamin or iHerb um, things like that, or just simply Google it and see if it's in one of your local health food stores. Well, I'm gonna go right out and get it because, and I don't know what to call our meetups, but we should start calling them the powwows because uh, yeah. we have a great desire to talk and meet up. And during one of our meetups, you actually suggested to me to start taking pomegranate capsules. Yeah. And I take yeah. two a day. I've been taking them ever since. So I was at the doctor's office again today, and they took my blood pressure. It was 110 over 70. Your now, I'm a six, I know I'm a 68, I'm a 68 year old woman. And <laughs> my, <laughs> so it's just, I'm telling you, little by little, my mom calls me, my mom, my son calls me Robo Mom. And because little by little, I'm getting rejuvenated. So this is what I think, Marilyn. I think the next 20 years of our life will be the best. That's what I think, because if we're we're, we're going into our wisdom ages where I don't have to be a stupid idiot anymore, and I can learn, learn things, actually feel who I am, you know what I mean? Because I know that you're in yourself, and that's how you can heal so well, and you know what you're doing. Because you really got to kind of occupy your own self, whoever you are, you know. You do. And it's a hard lesson learned. It is, and you have to go through that. And, you know, what happened to me, I think I shared with you about last year when I went in for um, uh, um, a heart. I, I had had an ultrasound test, and uh, my husband went with me to the appointment, and the, the his, uh, cardiologist that I, I regularly see wasn't able to see me that day, so they put me with somebody else that I had never seen before. And And that cardiologist comes walking in the room, and he's, kind of, you know, said, well, you got, oh, I know what he said, bad, bad, bad. I said, excuse me? 
Uh, yeah, and for him to even say that to me as a patient really kind of blew my mind. And yeah. my husband was there to hear it. And so, I, you know, what are you talking about? He said, your numbers are really bad. In fact, he went on to, to you know, tell me, you know, uh, basically, I said, are you telling me that I'm lucky to be alive? And he, he kind of laughed a little bit and he said, well, yeah. And I said, oh, my God. And he suggested that I have a valve surgery and that I had, you know, my my flap on my valve was not operating correctly and that my numbers were out of out of sight and so I said well uh I'd like to get another opinion well with that he was there maybe another minute or two at the most and said I've got other patients and I have to leave so he left the room and I was just I I, you know I was dumbfounded and I thought I am not going to sit just on this man's word alone that I need to have, you know, a a valve surgery. So the first thing I did was go online as soon as I got home to find out what natural remedies there were for, you know, heart valve uh, health. And, well, believe it or not, there it was. Pomegranate was at the top of the list. And so they make pomegranate capsules, and I started taking two a day, and I went back months later to have another ultrasound test, and guess what? My numbers had improved. And I was on no other medication. I'm on one medication. It's a, a blood pressure medication that I've been on since 1999, basically, for over 20 years. And, and, and so the cardiologist, who was my regular cardiologist, he said, your numbers are, are better. And I said, you know why? And he said, no. <laughs> And I said, because I'm t- I feel it's because I'm taking the pomegranate capsules. And he, you know what he said to me? He said, good. They're high in antioxidants. Now, That's right. I'm really, really upset that mainstream medical, for some reason, under penalty, loss of license, being sued by the pharmaceutical, I have no idea what the story is on all that. I've heard a lot of different things. But they're, number one, not trained in the natural uh, world of healing, you know, and, and I, I go back, I go back to what Edgar Casey said that I, rem- when I was reading his book, or his book, and one of the things that I remember, he said there is not, basically, I'm going to paraphrase here, there's not one health issue on earth that spirit or God has not provided a cure for it, a natural cure so I have lived with that, knowing that there must be something out there that will help me with these different health issues. And so, uh, and I'm a great researcher. I get on the computer and I'm. <laughs> yeah, we. I'm so. I feel so blessed that we have research at our fingertips now. This stuff used to be so labor intensive. It's not anymore. Go on the computer. Yeah. You can find anything. Anything, and, and it's a matter of putting in the right keywords. Uh, you know, just I, I just suggest to people play play with it for a while. Put in what you're look or the health issue you're you're dealing with that you want answers on, and then after that, put a dash, and then just put natural uh, herbs or natural healing uh, medicinals. You know, any of those keywords will pop up for you on a Google page. Uh, just an enormous amount of information that will, you know, enlighten you, to say the least. <laughs> so That's right, yeah. uh, because I know that all of it has, uh, now they put me on the strict high protein, just vegetables. I don't even get to eat fruit. 
but it actually brought my sugar numbers way a, a lot dropped by 200 points. So oh there's something God. I know it's kind of incredible. So I've lost about 10 pounds since last week too. So I'm really uh, knowing that what we put in our mouth and what we're doing is uh, it has everything to do with our health benefits. You know, oh, of yeah. what what kind it does. So. It's shocking to, you know, realize that in one week that I would be feeling this good, you know, because I have a lot of challenges and more to come, but it's just like if I keep just going and follow your suggestions yeah. and going on the healthy path, you know, yeah, instead exactly. of a path to destruction by too too much sugar, too much bread, too much stuff like that, yeah. you know, and it's going to kill yeah. us. We've it got will. to uh, cut will. cut down, do healthy, and it's uh somebody said this comment to me one time. Well, food is medicine. What you eat, the herbs you take, all yes. of that is medicine. Yes, yes, and and I have a, a a list of and people can go online and and find out those foods. I've got a list right here of uh. Uh, foods that are immune-boosting foods starts out with ginger tea, oranges, Greek yogurt, blueberries, ginseng tea, tomatoes. It goes on and on. And so, if you key into those things that uh, are, you know, help your immune system, you're going to be a lot better off. And just sort of focus on those things. And the one thing that I've been doing lately is also focusing in on the amount of fiber that's in my diet because uh, on the average men and women need at least 25, 26 grams of fiber a day. And if you want to lose weight, you've got to take it up to around 35, 36 grams of fiber a day. And so, you know, that's eating a lot of food because most foods have like, you know, one, two or four grams in it, but there are certainly a lot of foods out there that are exceptionally high in, um, in fiber and, and so I suggest that people start looking around for those foods that, that are high in fiber that will fulfill that because the whole thing around uh, inflammation is the other big issue. I think inflammation is the cause of about 85 90% of people's health issues. And if they, if they focus in on taking herbs for inflammation like turmeric, which is well known around the world for inflammation to bring that under control, uh, you know, they would do well to try to control their inflammation. Uh, the body's inflamed and because there there lies health problems uh, with inflamed systems. Yeah, much. So. I just want to okay. also let everybody, I am not a healthcare professional. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> but, She's uh, a lay you know. practitioner, so don't be blaming. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lay <laughs> practitioner, natural born healer, and that's what we are. You know what I mean? So uh, don't blame her for anything. And anything she says is as suggested. <laughs> I, Nobody's telling I, I, anybody I, to do anything. Just be healthy. Be healthy. Have a positive attitude. Be healthy. Be healthy. But you know, you have to be your own advocate. You have to. Don't depend on you know. Excuse me. Mainstream medical out there because they're just pretty well trained in in medications. But there are other ways. <sighs> I, I believe it. Is. I know it. I, it helped me. <laughs> so, how long? Wanna, okay, then another thing. I'm the case for how long a doc, doctors will string you along without helping me, and for yeah. years and years and years of suffering. And I, yeah. I think it's flat out cruel. 
you know, I should have been treated a long time ago. Uh, this stuff was, let's say, I, okay, I have a pair of thyroid. Well, I did have a pair of thyroid conditions, but I just took it out. But uh, before, you know, it's been known since the 1800s. And, yeah. you know, I ran across a doctor in the emergency room. He said, with your numbers, he said, you know, I, he said, you know what, I'm, I thought I had a bad flu. So I was in the ER. And this is what kind of uh-huh. turned it around. Is that he said, you know what I'm treating you for? I went, no, because I thought it was a flu. Mm-hmm. I'm treating you for an anxiety attack. I went, anxiety attack? And he said, yeah. He said, you have hyperparathyroidism, which will kill you if you don't get help. Oh, oh my but God. He had been watching oh. it since I was a kid. Oh, we're going to watch it. Like, watch it. Like, what? And they- they never oh my told God! You what was the diagnosis? No, yes, they still didn't help me. We're gonna watch the calcium levels in my blood keep rising and rising and rising, and pain every bone in my body, including my head. It leaches out calcium into your. It's a weird. It's a hyperparathyroidism is like a hormone that takes off and it leaches the calcium out of your bones and it puts it in your bloodstream where it goes to your brain and your heart. You really messed up. Oh. And it makes you wow. have panic attacks and think you're crazy, and it has you bone pain. So I had my surgery, I think I think it was March this year. Uh-huh. And within two days, I noticed really subtly, so I've had this since I was a kid. You know, so I'm used to pain. And I just, you know, first they tell you it's growing pain, and then the pain never goes away. I've had it all my life till it was excruciating as an adult. So you've never known me without this. Anyway... Yeah. So I noticed about two, three days, I was like, wait a minute. I can tell you 95% of my pain is gone. The rest is just, you know, aging sockets or, you know, I I swear to God, they let me go this long. So we have to seek out more information for our own health's sake. Yes. I I would would also suggest, I think, that, that people go to a nature path. Uh, if they if they want you know some some you know um, professional level uh, uh, advice and guidance in, in the world of natural medicine, uh, definitely a, a nature path would be the way to go. Um, your uh, your regular medical doctor would probably never suggest that. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, neither is your regular medical mainstream medical doctor going to suggest anything to do with. Uh, herbs and and every once in a while I I remember I had a physical a few years ago and all of a sudden I was I was told that my vitamin d3 levels were low and that I should start taking more vitamin d well it's like well why all of a sudden am I low in vitamin d well it, it wasn't all of a sudden the fact is that it the supplements that were were being distributed at that time uh, somebody, from what I understand, made a wrong calculation in the the recommended daily uh, need or allowance uh, for that particular vitamin. It was really on the low side. So people who were, especially here in the United States, who you know were taking those multivitamins were not getting their recommended mm. daily allowance. So so many people were low in this vitamin D. Well, come to find out, uh, isn't that vitamin D one of the things that they're talking about for the coronavirus here, that people yes. need to really, that that would help them if they took, you know, more vitamin D3. 
So it's like, you know, they, uh, they have done a great disservice on, on, on some levels when, when they are not putting out accurate information for people. So we, we need, again, we need to be our own advocate about things. We need to find out other research that is going on in other countries also if possible rather than just here in the United States. Well, that's what prompted the show. Not only do I admire you for for the genuine great person that you are, but you're in you're into you have all these gifts. And also, we were speaking about the coronavirus and what we can do to help not get it. Because you guys travel extensively, yet you remain yeah. healthy. You know, and yeah, so you guys are taking. What What are you doing? Okay, we just got back from flying to Seattle to see our son. We got back on Sunday, and there was some uh, concerns about the risk factor, needless to say, you know, going into an area that is kind of a a hotbed, although we were going to be staying on the outside of the Seattle area, not right in Seattle, but still flying on the plane back and forth and being around, uh, you know, crowds of people was a concern. And both, both of us, I'm a heart uh, I'm a, a heart patient. I have four stents in my heart, so I'm at risk. And my husband, uh, you know, is, has a, a health risk also. So we knew, you know, what, you know, our risks were, but we felt confident because I have also discovered in, in my research about the values of honey and particular manuka honey uh, out of New Zealand and uh, if you look, not that it's a, a straight, you know, reason why New Zealand is doing so much better than the rest of the world as far as their cases, but they were one of the first to declare, you know, that everything was under control. It never did get out of hand down there. Uh, my thinking is that, that in New Zealand, manuka honey is a daily, just about a daily thing that the people down there take. And it is highly antiviral. Now, whether that is the reason or not, and maybe it's in combination with the fact that, you know, they get a lot of sunshine or they, you know, exercise or eat better, you know, it's probably a combination of a lot of different things. But certainly, and I, I did a little bit of research about um, honey in general, and there is a lot of uh, clinical trials going on right now about honey and, in, 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 you know, just general honey and its medicinal value. And there's a uh, an article here that I, I have that I just want to share the title uh, with everybody. And this was written in 2016. So this has been four years ago. And the title of the article is Therapeutic Manuka Honey, No Longer So Alternative. And this was uh, an article that I pulled up off the National Institutes of Health. It was one of the, the studies that was, uh, you know, up there on that National Institutes of Health. So more and more they're discovering the benefits of, of honey. And, and what Bobby and I do is I mix the Manuka honey because one day I was in the kitchen and I was taking some of my Manuka honey and I also take, I can't mention the name, but it's one of the essential oil companies that makes a really good uh, protective essential oil blend that's antiviral. And so I thought, well, what if I combine the Manuka honey and some of these uh, essential oils and do a mix of it? And Manuka's expensive. There's no question about it. Oh, yeah, I, I, looked it, I looked it up. It's like $35 for a jar. 
yeah, it, it's it's expensive compared to regular honey, but mm. it is worth its weight in gold. And but what I did was I took uh, another container, I put in a third of the manuka honey, I put in two thirds of raw organic honey, and it would probably be good if you if you chose a, a, a local raw uh, organic honey, mixed it together, and then mixed in the essential oils that are basically, uh, let me read off the list, uh, wild orange peel, uh, clove bud, black pepper, cinnamon leaf, cinnamon bark, eucalyptus, rosemary, oregano, melissa leaf, which is the same thing as lemon balm. So those are antiviral essential oils, and I combined it with that Manuka honey. And what we do, when we leave the house, we both take uh, a, a spoonful of, of that honey, and then when we come back, if we're going to be out in public, when we come back, we take another, at least a half a, t- a teaspoonful uh, and to, to help protect ourselves. And more often than not, any time we start to feel like a little sore throat or a little wonky or a little this or a little that, take uh, the essential oils and the manuka honey, and it, it generally kicks it out within an hour or two. And I'm not kidding. I have had, we have had great success in using the manuka with the essential oils. So I just share that with everybody. There are ways that you can help protect yourself. I'm not saying that it's going to kill everything off, but I, uh, based on our experience of um, health issues, since we both have underlying health issues, that we seem to be able to uh, maintain some degree of, of, of health in our body and our immune system. And it's so important for people to pay attention to their immune system and keep it built up as much as possible by taking, eating the right foods and uh, taking certain, you know, the honey, the essential oils, and, uh, you know, some vitamins, uh, that are recommended in minerals and things like that. So there are ways you can you can help protect yourself and not end up hopefully in a hospital situation or you know. Yeah, I I dread I dread this one. Yeah, I don't want it. I do not want COVID. I'm not playing. I wear my mask. I wear sunglasses. Yeah. Nobody would recognize me. You know, I even yeah. started wearing a big headband. I really don't want to get sick. Period. So I'm following your advice. I'm I'm uh, we're can, we're we're actually an hour in ten minutes into this. So can you please tell them where to contact you? Uh, I know you're on Facebook. Uh, certainly, anything that I talk about here uh, is is either on there now on my Facebook page, or I will be putting it up there. Uh, I'm going to do the Manuka Honey thing again. I just recently did the Dragon's Blood toothpaste situation. And I, um, I will give you my email if you want to contact me directly. You can contact me through ohihealer at gmail.com. That's O-J-A-I-H-E-A-L-E-R at gmail.com. Or through my Facebook page, Marilyn A. Solace, the A stands for Ann. <laughs> Marilyn A. Mm-hmm. Solace uh, on uh, Facebook or through my uh um, info at lovesblessing.com. That's my email where people, when they order online, that's how I'm notified at info at lovesblessing.com. And she has a beautiful little site where you can go on and see her products and order from there. And uh, I appreciate you so much because we've had 
many conversations and very uh, interesting things. I read your uh, posts with great interest because you have really researched all your stuff, all your herbs, all your stuff. And, and yeah. I was looking at the honey situation, and I'm going to do exactly yeah. what you said. So far, so good. So far, so good. <laughs> That's I right. What I, when, whenever I put a post up, you'll notice I, I sort of uh, document it with, with a legitimate website information like the National Institutes of Health information or WebMD or, you know, something to – or uh, Healthline or, what you know, so, some health-type um, online source that is legitimate. And, and I don't want to make it look like I'm just talk, talking off the top of my head. I'm not. And I've experienced a lot of these things myself and know that they work. But for those people who, who want some confirmation – I do put links there that they can go to those websites and also read what, what those websites have to say about, you know, essentially what I said right. in my post. Well, you're yeah. doing, you know, of course you work with your own doctor, and but yeah. uh, she's offering these uh, natural uh, suggestions that aren't going to hurt anybody, but they might help, you right. know, buying your they allergies are. or whatever you got going on. But, uh, exactly. You can reach her, as she said, on Facebook, Marilyn right. A. Salas at right. www.lovesblessing.com. And uh, I, this has been a remarkable show, and I really have been bugging the heck out of you for a book. So I'm waiting for the upcoming <laughs> book with here, Marilyn's Healer and Herbalist. Marilyn Salas <laughs> to get this information out there at least, you know, because oh, okay. we we are we are legends, and it's taking yeah. us so long to get to our legend status that we got to show our stuff. So you have yeah, so yeah. much information. This is what somebody yeah. phrase of what we're doing. We're yeah, actually modern thing. age. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying we're modern age researcher and journalists. We're just out there. We have a platform. Um, let's say I have this blog, this podcast. Uh, we we talk on Facebook. We show, share our stuff on Facebook. We have uh, we're modern day journalists, and we're actually sharing this information with each other. And this is so important that we have been given a gift of internet. Unbelievable. Exactly. You know, we found out last yeah last week that. 60% of the world doesn't have it, you know, so there's a reason why we're actually doing this and getting it out there, and I really yeah. hope you get a, a book going, Miss. Okay, so what you're going to say? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to bring up about the um, elderberry. Elderberry oh, yes. is another highly antiviral. It, I mean, they, you know, when I was first introduced to it, we lived up in Seattle for five years in the 90s, and one of my best friends, I love her, she's passed over now, her name was Christine, and she was very much into the natural healing world, and, and she and her daughter and I would go up to Mount Rainier and go elderberry picking, and that's how I was introduced to elderberry, and Chrissy would bring those berries home and, and cook them up and, and, you know, make jams and syrups and things like that, and so... When when that when I realized how potent 
those elderberries were for at the time for flus and colds. If I started to feel like I was coming down with a sore throat, I'd take that elderberry right away, and it would be gone. I mean, I could feel it go within the hour. So it's very powerful. We have elderberry here on the property. I've got two elderberry bushes. In fact, we just pick some elderberries and put them in the freezer. I've got to cook them up, make some jam. <laughs> but Nice. Elderberry here, plus I have the capsules and the liquid, so it's readily available, and you'll see it now in a lot of mainstream cold remedies uh, in regular drugstores. It it didn't used to be that way. It was usually just like a health food store item, but it's really uh, the reputation of the elderberry is is really up there. In, In fact, I remember reading years ago, it was uh, one of the medical newsletters that, that I got. I wish I could remember the, the name of the gentleman who wrote the newsletter, but, but he termed elderberry as one of the highest uh, anti, uh, um, antioxidants on the planet, um, antiviral um, on the planet. So uh, with that recommendation, I, I also encourage people to learn more about elderberry. And it does come in many forms. Yes, because I listened to you when you said that too. Cause you know, maybe you don't think I'm listening, but I listened and I got the lozenges. Oh, you did. Good. Yes. Yeah. I got the elderberry with something else, zinc, elderberry, something lozenges. Yes, yes, with zinc, it's, they have those out there now. So, so yeah, it's uh, it, again, you know, it comes in that liquid form in a bottle. It comes in capsules. It comes in syrups. It got it. Special uh, for for children, like I, I'm not quite sure what happens when it's uh, made for children, but it's uh, certainly safe. <laughs> Appears to be safe if they're making it uh, commercially for children to take. Yeah, so, I think that's also, what I got actually. Is is the, I did all this when I first heard about. I felt it in March. Okay, this is serious. So I got it immediately in case uh-huh. I have a little little COVID kit ready and elderberries yeah, in there. Yeah, right. Yeah. So how did how did your body react to it when you started using it? You're good, but I'm not. I'm remarkably from everything I've gone through. And yesterday it was oh my god, it was like hell because I have vertigo. So I had to put yeah. me through all these my head turning this that. I got oh so ill because the crystals yeah. in your ears kind of get out of whack. And I've been like right. this for a solid year. Nobody helped me again. They sent me to odd physical therapy that did nothing for me. I didn't know what they were doing to me. The guy yesterday, oh, my God, I thought I was going to yeah. die. But you, you, he does those head positions. I don't know if they're called Meyer or something. And it yeah. actually kind of, I feel I still have it. So, But but he said you're going to need a tune-up on Wednesday to fine-tune uh, what, what, you know, what he did. He's going to do it again. And he said if I... He said, if you haven't, if you're not okay by that, then you have to start taking medication. But I feel it's kind of remarkable that anybody even did anything for me. It's that yeah. that's a did whole they, other solid year of vertigo, a year. Yeah. Did they tell you that you can do that exercise on your own without the help of? I have done it. Mine's bad, mm-hmm. so. Uh, nobody can, I did that, I followed the videos, I followed the this, I did everything, eardrop. My ears are clear. All that's, yeah. all that, because I went to the EMT, and uh-huh. I was so irritated with that dude. He said, there's nothing in here. I said, I know there's nothing in my ear. But I double-checked. <laughs> Does he see anything in there? 
He seems perfectly clean. Like I, I just thought it was a couple of potatoes, something weird growing in there. No, he said it was fine. And, I, and then he sent me this other guy, and this guy helped me. He freaked me out because he turned me on the bad side. And that's yeah. the side that gives you the spins. It was terrible yeah. to go through that in public. I threw up and yeah. everything. It was so embarrassing. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah post about no, it's, discussion I, talk I, about. I've been through not, not as bad as even close to what you, you've gone through, but, but I went through that a couple of years ago and had ended up in the ER over it, and they went through that yes. head twisting. That's, yeah. That's yeah, that's what everybody's telling me. If they went to, there's so many times I wanted to call 911, but I, I get chicken. I don't want yeah. people to see me whatever state I happen to be in. I don't want the EMTs talking to me. I don't want to. I got too scared to even call them. And so I said, you know, Shaw, you've got to really, I don't know. Everybody told me they took ambulance. I can, st- I can withstand a lot. But this pitch yeah. black dizzy spell, because I turn on my right, oh. and my poor yeah. dog would jump on me. She just loves me. She's just six pounds. And she's trying to sit on my chest so I could scratch her little chin. But I was doing yeah. the spins, and that's and it's, everything's turned black. And then I fell about four times. So anyway, it was most nothing turned black. I, yeah, I it's actually that. oh, it was horrible. He watched it happen to me too. That's what the horrible. I did I did oh. it in front of him. You know, and yeah. it's a physical therapy room, and thank God that the beds are so low, and you can you're actually as comfortable as you're going to get when you when you have a whatever you're going to. I went into a horrible tailspin, and yeah. uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. This is the funny part. I can laugh today. I wasn't laughing yesterday. So yeah. he turns me on my right. That's my bad. That's is where the the thing is. So he said. I just started into the spin, which is very bad. It's the worst roller coaster car, car you can imagine. And he mm. uh, he said, "We have." To, I said, "Please let me out," because I got panicked. So I was having like PTSD yeah. memories of something, really. And I'm not yeah. going to get into that because yeah. we're going to have to go another hour into my <laughs> little yeah. situation. But anyway, so uh, not of this world, of some other world. But anyway, so I was having this little flashback, big flashback. And he held my head. He said, I'm going to hold your head on the right. So your eyes spin and everything. So I started praying, right? And so then I looked up and I noticed there was like a crucifix on the wall. Remember, this is Little Company Mary Hospital. But this is an office. Yeah. You you know, that's why I go for everything now. Yes, I won't go anywhere else now. Really, because I don't trust anybody. I'm not going anywhere. I go there no matter what they want to do to me. It's worked out perfect. And we yeah. should do a show just on medical miracles because that's uh, anyway. So I looked and there was a crucifix of, of Jesus hanging. I just said, God help me. So I started focusing on the and the cross. Hank Richards hanging there. And then I then of course it, or it, was a, it started easing up. And I went, Oh my God! He's holding me in the worst head position for my my personal phobia dizziness. You know the, the whole yeah. worst symptom. So he sat me up. He said, I think you're going to do it because my eyes stopped. Uh, the eyes, what they do is they try to follow the room because it's spinning. And that's how they oh, know what they're Lord. doing. So they actually equal. It's so horrible. It's horrible. So I looked at the oh. cross. They helped me focus, just not that. Because yeah. I was going to actually flip out and, and sock the guy. Or whatever I had to do, you run out of there. 
because I like I'm yeah. I'm up to my ears with with medical stuff. So anyway, yeah. so he sits me up and I'm starting to feel okay, but I did throw up because it, it overwhelmingly yeah. nauseated me. I, yes, I, I did. I, yeah, yeah. I was I mean, so that, ashamed, Marilyn. I know, Marilyn. I was ashamed. I felt like a freaking idiot. And then, this is what he said. Now, here's the epic irony to the whole thing. You know, the cross there, all my throwing up and everything else. He said, you know what? I said, I am so humiliated. I wasn't even tying up the trash bag by myself. That's how embarrassed I was. You know what I mean? Really, I'm trying to clear up the evidence. I don't have any flashbacks. See, man, this is back in the 80s when I used to drink. I haven't, you know, I haven't drank a long time, but anyway. So he said, yeah. He said, don't worry about uh, about that. This happens around here all the time. He said, some days it's like the exorcist. I'm like, oh, my God, this is ironic. Because <laughs> he didn't know I was staring at that cross. And I was like, cross, throwing oh, up. Lord. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he, I didn't laugh only because I was so sick. You know, because to me, too, it's, it's hilarious. Like, oh, my God, the irony of it all. He said, yeah, sometimes oh. every every bed is throwing up. They're all throwing up. I, I could not work in a place like that. I, I know. I'm just thinking about doing that on a daily, well, basis of probably. <laughs> it's making me sick oh, right now. Oh, it's horrible. I don't think I can't. That. And they're I making good money. I, was, I, know, I have a friend that's a physical I, therapist, and she makes a lot of money. They're... they're Quarter of the way the, to doctors, I think. The, I think of them very highly, but money-wise, they're way up there. But yeah, I don't think well. people could pay me to watch people. I'd be dry heaving at my desk all day. Yeah, no. I mean, it takes a special person to be able to handle that and uh, and live with it. And, and I was like, in, I know I was like in a cold sweat too, Marilyn. I was like, I was cold to the touch and sweating. Yeah. That's he said you're actually having extreme anxiety. I didn't tell them I was, uh, you know, this is triggering my 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 personal stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had really my my skin was ice cold with sweat. It's a very peculiar uh, problem. So then I felt yeah. embarrassed because he had touched my hair because my hair started getting wet. You know, but I'm prepared for tomorrow morning. I gotta go back for oh, a tune up. Go I have these wide headbands. Yes, yeah. tomorrow morning. Well, I hope that that's the the last <sighs> of it for you. And, Me too. Uh, you know, never see that again. Wow. No, it's just terrible. Do they know what causes that? Did they ever tell you what causes it? Yes, everybody has crystals in your ears. It's beyond right. The, yeah. I knew what he was talking about because you know I had to study all this because in. Uh, I have maintained my hair lace since in 79. I still have it, believe it or not. And I studied SS soon, even though I've been, you know, my I've been working for the feds too and all that. And um, But I always kept up on it. So in your ear, there's a cochlear. You know, then you've got the ear canal. So, he, so I said, can you please tell me in words, because I understand the words, because I was trained mm-hmm. in this. So tra- As a hairdresser, you've got to learn all your bones and your whole, nerves in your whole body. Really, it's an extensive license. But anyway, that's why I'm just maintaining the one I got because I'm not going to do that mm-hmm. again. But anyway, okay. he said there's salt, the crystals in there, literal crystals. When they become yeah, jacked up for whatever reason and unbalanced, I'm trying to let everybody know if you're walking around like this, people, he said people suffer eight years in a row before they, they get help. Oh, and they call the ambulance all the time because it's freaky. 
but but they don't know why those crystals get messed up. Is they, yeah, it could be they? anything. It could be anything. anything. So, yeah, you maybe have tilted your head wrong. For me, I feel that when I take a shower, this is when I get my worst spins is when I tilt my head back to rinse my hair. It gets oh, so bad. I just okay. have to, I, I hate being in the shower anyway. I, I have to lean against the wall, you know, because uh-huh. I have like okay. a little weird ingredient I don't like the shower walls or the shower curtain touching me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. I'm so freaked. But anyway, so I have to lean against the wall just to stay upright so I can complete rinsing yeah, my hair. Yeah, and I think it yeah. started then. That's when I started. I don't know, but uh-huh. I, nobody's blame. You know, you just yeah. have it or you don't. Yeah, no, I, I don't remember that they ever told me when I had that incident a couple of years ago exactly why it happened. All, all I know is... No, there is no... They said that. that. That's right. Yeah, yeah, they said there's no reason. So we're going to wrap it up. You know, we've gone for an whole okay. two minutes short of an hour and a half. And I told wow. you we, could keep, we can keep going forever, really. But um, our last word, what's the last word you have for our listeners? Well, well, maybe we could do this again another time. Uh, There's more information that I can certainly share, so I would be very much up to, uh, you know, talking maybe a little bit. I'm I'm heavy into crystals and stones, and I I also wholesale uh, selenite. Selenite is an extraordinary crystal in helping to heal. So there's a lot of things that I could talk about besides uh, the uh, the medical stuff. There's uh, the energy. Yes, because I think stuff. yes, we we got through a lot tonight, but then we have a whole yeah. we have a whole lot left over to talk about. So we will yeah. do part okay. two at uh, Marilyn South Leisure whenever she wants to, and uh, <laughs> so I look forward that to having you on the show again. So thank you so well, much, Marilyn. You. I love I you. So I am so honored, Char, and I love you too. And wishing you the best you. for tomorrow. Okay, take care, thank my dear. Thank you. You too. Love you. Okay. Take care. Love okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Well, she's a, a gem, and her and her husband are soft to the earth. People that I can trust, and it's it's just unbelievable. So, also, I'm doing a little fundraiser because all my stuff, my gadgets, are all biting the dust one by one. My printer, my laptop, all that. So, I really need I really need all new equipment. So, you can reach my fundraiser at GoFundMe at Charlene C H A R Y L E N E Simpson S I M P S O N McCain. And that's at GoFundMe.com. And I also have a fundraiser going on at PayPal. And that's C-I-T-I-Z-E-N McCain at Hotmail.com. And that's how you can get to the PayPal. And and anything you can do will help, however small. If you could just help, because uh, I have a book almost completed. I posted the cover on uh, my Facebook account. Charlene Simpson McCain, I I posted it there, and uh, that's just the cover. I'm almost done, but I can't even see, you know, the whole page layout so I can do the proper edits. And I have two board books. The next book will be, unfortunately, about my family's issues with rape and incest and murder and mayhem, really. It's a serious, so that's my next book. And then I have a third, all about my paranormal experiences. That's a whole other thing. So anyway, I need your help to get a new laptop. I need a printer, and I also need a new phone. 
So to keep this show rolling, can you please donate? I really appreciate GoFundMe, Charlene, C-H-A-R-Y-L-E-N-E, Simpson, S-I-M-P-S-O-N, McCain, M-C, capital C-A-I-N, at GoFundMe, and PayPal at CitizenMcCain at Hotmail.com. And I want to thank Marilyn Salas, once again, a true blue friend, very beautiful, healthy, and uh, she keeps her, her and her husband healthy so they can keep giving to the world because they are both, in their own way, healers. So God bless you guys, and I want everybody to know my thoughts and prayers are with you all the time, that you're not alone. I'm very well aware that my show is reaching out worldwide, all over the world. So wherever you are, I want you to know I'm praying for you, I care about you, and I want you to be healthy and happy too. I'm really, I'm getting better. I'm older. You know, I'm a great-grandma now, but you know what? I'm getting younger. Something's really remarkable happening in my life, and I feel better and better. And that's why I had Marilyn on to tell you these natural cures, uh, a, a healing aspect of this, of us loving each other, that's what makes this whole thing work. So I think of you all over the world when I when we um, um, in the show at the end I can look at where the the show or the podcast has uh, gone to and it's literally worldwide. Tiny bit in Russia, so I don't know if they're <laughs> I don't know what they're doing in Russia, but anyway. But I notice there's a lot to, all over the United States, South America, Africa, Indonesia, Asia. It's everywhere, and I want all of y'all to know, I know if you're suffering, I know, and I'm sorry. You know, I'm really sorry. So my prayers go out for you. I want you healthy and happy. I want you safe and your baby safe at night and your kids, and I want you to be healthy, and I want you to have enough to survive, and just know that I'm praying for you. So at this point, I'm signing off. God bless you. I think of you, and then I have another show on Friday. That's a regular paranormal show, and I have Kurt Maine. He's going to be our main uh, speaker, and it's Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and I look forward to talking to that dude. Me and him get on the Facebook. We have a lot to say to each other, so we're going to take up the conversation Friday night, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Kurt Maine. Love you guys. Be good. God bless you. Bye-bye.